All right, it's August 24th. This is another episode of Headliners. Today we're talking about Ben Affleck, one of my favorite topics. It's the usual three, me, Jimmy, Dave. Let's get into it, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell it to Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. All right, this weekend's box office. Crazy Rich Asians opened it up. $26.5 million. Uh, I really think the... I really, really think Movie Pass being gone is fucking with the box office because $25 million is not great. Uh, then we get The Meg, Mile 22, Mission Boswell, and then Alpha rounding it out to the top five. Nothing exciting. Well, I think also August is a bit of a dump month, and people know that. It's like so, the middle. It's like yeah. the odd month between blockbusters and award stuff. Yeah, so people are doing their last-minute vacations before kids go back to school or work picks up and they don't have summer Fridays anymore. And Yeah. But I do believe that MoviePass did kind of chop oh, for sure. I'm actually bit, yeah. giving a presentation on MoviePass at my actual job next week. And oh. they attributed for 60% of the year-over-year growth. And That's not little... the film industry, I found out. <laughs> it's literally fun facts. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, no. And they're probably going to make a whole market, like, do things that are better, but they just sucked at it. Like, they were, like, mm-hmm. ambassadors for a good idea that they couldn't execute. But They're, they're MySpace. I. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's great. Comparison. I might steal that. I might call them the MySpace. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, they just needed Zuckerberg to come along and be like, "I'm going to do this better." Mm-hmm. But uh, crazy shout out AMC A list. Crazy Rich Fuck Asians. I want to see it. I've heard so many good things about it. Have you heard? Me too. Have you heard a bad I've thing heard about it? So many good things about it. From I haven't. People. I haven't heard. I haven't seen a bad review anywhere. Really? No. I mean, I haven't been looking either. So. And I, 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 I don't understand how. It can be so good when it, I think it look, just looks like a rom-com. Well, that's what it is. But I've heard it's like the best rom-com in years. I don't understand that even. I mean, I, I can't think of another like good, dead. like, recent rom-com. Yeah, they're all like the yeah, same. I, the last... I thought the genre hit its peak in, like, the early 2000s. Yeah. Well, like one, so I was going to th- say, like, the, the last good rom-com was probably, like, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's that a comedy. Like years. That's straight that, comedy. I mean, that's straight comedy. Considered a rom com because he's falling in love with what's her no. name? No, no, no. That no, that's straight comedy. This rom coms are sappy. You can't have a rom com while showing a dick yeah. that much. Yeah, yeah, rom com. Yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, they, they were breaking the barrier. The yeah, glass no. ceiling. The dick glass ceiling. Rom coms <laughs> haven't been the same since McConaughey jumped out the game. He was like, no, nah, I'm gonna true. do real movies oh, now. Yeah. The real true. He, he was the Michael Jordan of rom coms. He was. And Sandra Bullock. They were both, they were doing their own things. Then he was like, I'm going to do True Detective and Dallas Buyers Club. And she was like, I'm going to do Blindside and real movies. And I was like, fuck, rom-coms are long gone now. Sad story. Yeah. All right, well, this week in trailers, Dave. Yeah, so we had three big ones this week. The first one up is Suspiria, which is a remake of the 1974, it came out in the 70s, uh, Italian horror film, where a world-renowned dance company has a darkness in it and an ambitious young dancer, a grieving psychotherapist, and an artistic director get engulfed in it. Sounds the, great. Yes. No, I mean, the, the trailer actually looks really interesting. If you've seen the um, original, it the original was the peak definition of style over substance. It was a very simple witch plot. 
And this just looks like they're just going to ramp it up to 11. It's got uh, Tilda Swinton, who's fantastic. And the girl from the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, which I've heard she's horrible on those, but I've liked her in a couple other things I've seen her in. Cool. You left out the best line. Uh, Some will will succumb to the nightmare. Others will finally wake up. That's how you know it's a really good movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When When the copy describing it is absolute garbage to be fair this copy is from imdb where anyone can edit it yeah okay well they should <laughs> I don't control know if that's that a little official. better yeah. yeah that's it's an unfortunate final sentence in that one yeah <laughs> yeah the trailer right. oh do you want to go i was gonna do the next one yeah no i was just gonna say moving on to the good one you can describe it if you want outlaw king it's uh skin king of scotland last time that we in the hollywood learned this story was mel gibson playing braveheart and Robert the Bruce in Braveheart is portrayed as like a dick. And this is kind of like his redemption story. And uh, it's pretty cool. Robert the Bruce is the guy who got exiled by England and then wanted the band of outlaws in Scotland to help him claim the throne. But in Braveheart, I believe he tricks them at the last side. Like, I can't remember. They, I know that they, they give him a bad light in Braveheart. It looks like... A a sister movie to Braveheart in like how good it looks, but more modern. And yes, I don't know, it looks really I, good. I think it's the guy who's the main who's the main guy, Chris Pine. Who Chris Pine? Yeah, Chris Pine. And he's been in good movies. And it's the same it's same guy who made Hell or High Water. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for this. And it's a Netflix movie. It comes out in like three weeks or something. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, thank God. Netflix hasn't put out a good movie in a long time, so I'm excited about that. Check out our episode on Monday for the latest Netflix movie. Yeah. But no, I'm really excited about this, too. Apparently, this covers the part of his life that happened, like, right after when Braveheart was. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a sequel to it, but obviously different actors are going to change shit, keep it. Because Braveheart wasn't historically accurate at all, either. Yeah, but good movie. Yes, great movie. A fun fact, I've never actually seen Braveheart. Loser, loser alert. It's one of my shames, I know. One of these Rocky, weeks when we have to do a throwback, we should do Braveheart. Yeah, it's like Rocky and uh, Braveheart are like really up there. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to the last trailer of this week. It's Hold the Dark. The description is summoned to a remote Alaskan village to search for the wolves that killed three children. A wolf expert soon finds, him, finds himself unraveling a harrowing mystery. This just looks fantastic. It looks uh, like a thriller. Well, it kind of looks like, um, what was that, Jeremy Renner? Wind River? It looks like Wind River combined with, I don't know, Revenant. I don't, not really Revenant, though. But it, it, oh, combined with a good version of Snow Snowman. What was that movie called? That sucked? The yeah, Snowman. Snowman. It's like the Snowman right. plus Wind River if the Snowman was completed and a good movie. <laughs> That's what yeah. that's what this looks like. For sure. I, I was just going to say it looks like Wind River ramped up to like 12. Yeah, I'm excited. This looks pretty good. It's in I like the snow setting of places. Snow Cozy. Cop movie. Yeah. We discussed this. Yeah. That's a Cozy. great uh This is Netflix genre. as well. Yeah. Cool. Big big week for Netflix awesome. movies. Yeah, Netflix putting commercials in their shit now. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. It's just between episodes. That's what Disney Channel used to be, or still is. That's I don't what watch Hulu it anymore. D- did. 
Like Disney. Hulu still shows still shows like in between like commercial breaks, but this is just as I understand it is like bookending episodes. Oh, I don't. Which I, I go, pay the I pay the extra three dollars to not get any commercials on Hulu. Yeah, uh, I I don't really care. Trailers are cool, <laughs> but but it is I can understand why people would care. You should yeah. have the option to not see them. Yeah, if you're paying for it, yeah, why not? Okay, so um, let's go into everyone's favorite segment: things worth mentioning but not worth discussing. Jimmy, lead it off. I will lead it off. Big, The Big Bang Theory is ending after 12 seasons because it sounds like Jim Parson wants out, which means everyone else is done with it, which I, great, I don't care. I, 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 they'll just come out with something terrible after it that mainstream dumb America will enjoy just as much. I can't believe it was on for 12 seasons. I put this on here intentionally for you because I knew how much you hated Big Bang Theory. I, I mean, I, just, I don't really have a vendetta against the show Big Bang Theory. I just, I like if they made that and it was marginally successful, but the fact that it gets awards yeah, is what drives me insane. I don't, <laughs> like, like, if you want to say, okay, here's the, like, the Hanson of music in the 90s. And you're like, okay, some people like mindless drivel. They just want to bop their head and enjoy things. That's fine. But don't go give Hanson Grammys because it's not good. And Big Bang Theory okay. is not good. I don't care if, how many people like it, but you just can't be giving that awards every year. It's going to yeah, get, get the, uh, the, the, the uh, Teen Choice Awards. They should win that all the time. Yeah. The MTV but that, Awards. <laughs> yeah, MTV Awards. The bullshit things, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I... Agree, it shouldn't win awards, but I'm—I don't hate the show that much. It's—I haven't watched it probably since season two. I, I hate the fact that they make a million dollars per episode each. I mean, th- there's an audience for this. Obviously, it's the biggest um, yeah, TV show in a... the world. And uh, I, my cousin explained why he watches it. Is he doesn't he, like good he, shit? He, no, he hated it when he was younger, but now that he has like a wife and three kids and he gets home at the end of the day and he's like, it's just something I can turn on and the whole family can watch. Turn your brain off. Yeah. And he's like, it's nice to have like the same thing on every night and the whole family can just sit down and have like 30 minutes to not have to worry about anything. So when he explained that, I kind of eased up on my hate on the show for a bit. Well, that's just, that's, it's a depressing, sad story, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I can't but wait I mean, to get home I, to I watch. I can imagine the, a lot of families are like that. Yeah, but I, I can't imagine saying like, "All right, I can't wait to go home and just turn off my brain and, and turn off my family's brain so we don't have to talk to each other for a half hour." It's kind of <laughs> when you put it that way. It's like wait till you have another like two kids. I no, I get like. it. I get it. I'm just saying it's kind of <laughs> sad. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Moving on. Danny McBride was talking about his upcoming Halloween sequel, and he was saying he hopes he doesn't ruin too many childhoods. Thoughts on this? The only reason why I included it was because I was stunned that Danny McBride is a horror writer. I don't know why I didn't know that. We've discussed this on the pod. Have we? Yes. Jimmy, have we we discussed Danny McBride and horror? Well, Vice Principals, like, dabbled into horror and murder and, like, dark shit. Sure. And then he's just doing this movie, Arizona, that's coming out soon. Uh, I, I like Danny McBride, so I'm rooting for him. I don't like the Halloween movies, so also I don't have a vesting interest in the franchise. But uh, cool. I mean, I mean, this yeah. is probably just like a fun quote. Like, yeah, there's a rabid fan yep. base. We, I hope we don't let them down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the first one, and I, I kind of like that they're throwing out all the ones after that and just making it a sequel to that. Sure. The, the sequels all got, like, crazy and, like, batshit. The first one was a solid, like, slasher horror film. Solid. 
Hmm. Well, it was in the 70s, right? Uh, I want to say 80s. Okay. So going all the way back. So all like the H2O shit doesn't matter anymore? Yeah. Okay. I've only seen H2O. <laughs> 78. All right. 78. Okay. Uh, Kevin Spacey had a uh, movie come out this this past weekend called the uh, the Billionaire Bo- Billionaire Boys. Uh, it grossed one hundred twenty six dollars. I thought it was Billionaire Boys Club, and That's what it is. it's hilarious that he Boys was in Club. a movie called Boys Club. Uh, yep, I think it was one hundred twenty six dollars had- in twelve theaters, which means it it averaged twelve dollars and six cents. Yeah, no, ten dollars, ten dollars ish. It's it's bad. It's very bad. This well, makes me really think... sad because probably 100 people worked on this, 50 minimum, and like put a lot of effort into it. And there's a lot of other young actors. And if you watch the trailer, it's a real movie. It's like a big budget, not huge budget, but like they had a budget. There's party scenes, mansion scenes, like there's all this stuff. It's not like some shitty three people in a room doing some off guard von guard whatever you you know what i'm trying to say like artsy yeah. like minute really minimal movie when i saw the trailer there's a bunch of actors in it and it's like fuck tainted i i'm glad that spacey's career is probably dead after this and that no one will put him in a movie ever again i'm happy about that but it made me a little sad like shit that was a real movie that a lot of people put a lot of work into and now it just is nothing imagine opting in for like equity for the movie yeah Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I I think this just did so poorly because, like, it, I believe it was wrapping up filming when all that broke last year, so they were shit out of luck. They had like just wrapped or were wrapping up. I'm, I bet they're they happy like, they made 150 bucks. Oh well, yeah, no, I mean they they there was I didn't even know the movie was out. I just no, remember seeing the headline. Zero marketing for it. Ra- yeah, so they didn't market it and they put it out in probably the least amount of theaters they could, so that they could write it off as just a loss. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, if they had marketed it, I guarantee you people would have gone to see this, despite all the shitty things he did. I don't know. I think people are going to... I think it's going to make some uh, a bunch of money on the uh, the Blu-ray market. Yeah, I think the streaming will be good for it. Well, yeah. there it'll probably get some weird cult fan base like Spacey's last movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's next? Is it me? Yeah, yep. one last one for you. A little quick one. Tarantino signed Lena Dunham to his Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and now it's not as good. Uh, depends what part she is. Maybe they like kill her right away, or <laughs> that's what I said earlier or, today. Yeah, or maybe she plays a terrible person that we're all going to hate, and then it's perfect casting. Are you have yeah. you yeah. come around to the name Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Because it's such it's, a great name. It's growing it's so on me. So fantastic. It's, it's such a good me. name. But no, my my ideal like sequence is it's opening scene. Somebody knocks on the door. It's Lena Dunham. She says something stupid and gets stabbed in the head. That's how it starts. Like that's like the the opening for everything. I mean, or yeah, I don't know. Give her, I yeah, I really, really don't like Nina. Did you see what Norm McDonald did to Lena Dunham? No, I I just saw a post about it. I didn't see the actual tweets because he deleted them. He deletes his tweets all the time. Like he's he never that's lets shitty. tweets last more than like three days for like five years now. He's just been deleting tweets after tweeting them. So that wasn't specific to this, but he spent an entire morning or night. Quote tweeting Lena Dunham. How do you say her last name? Dunham? Dunham. Dunham. Quote tweeting Lena Dunham just making fun of her and like tearing her apart. It's hilarious. Nice. Did you guys I mean, see, also see she killed another pet this week? It's like her third one in the last like six months. How? What happened? 
She said it was old age, but she had just gotten it like three months ago. Whatever. She probably forgot to feed it. I really don't like her. She's a terrible person. She's the fucking worst. Yep. I hope she goes to hell. <laughs> All right. Um, main headline this week, Ben Affleck. I'm a big, big, big Ben Affleck fan. You guys, you, you thought I didn't like him just because I cover all his darkest, deepest moments. But um, he went to, he went to rehab this week after getting an intervention by his estranged, or not estranged, his ex-wife, which he still lives with, Jennifer Gardner. Do you, do you guys have any thoughts on Ben Affleck? Do you, do you not think this is, like, the greatest, like, story to follow? Uh, no. Highs, no. lows? Nothing? I don't care. I've told you, like, five times I don't care about actors' yeah. personal lives. <sighs> God, but, but he's, I don't know, I just got roped into this one. I mean, it goes, it dates back. I mean, we all know how he, he had the big flop with Justice League, and he's trying to get out of doing the Batman. They won't let him. He's tied Which on. Which is a shame, because I, I think he's a decent Batman. Oh, he's great. Give him shit to work with. He's, he's actually pretty good. Uh, I think he's a great director. He's a much better director than he is actor. But mm-hmm. it, this his whole demise came after uh, Live By Night. His passion project, which Warner Brothers gave to him I, in exchange. What did you see? Live by night? No, I couldn't do it. No, I saw like a scene on it was on HBO. I was like, this is just too much. The, the it looked like they bought their wardrobe at Walmart. Yeah, that's a shame because Dennis Lehane is such a good writer, and mm-hmm. I read I read the the prequel to Live by Night, and I want to read those. He's also the same guy who wrote. Okay, do you know who Dennis Lehane is? No, I, I recognize the name. I'm Googling him now. John, you don't know who Dennis Lehane is? No, off the top of my head, no. Okay. Well, he wrote Mystic River. He wrote Gone Baby Gone. He wrote Shutter oh. Island. Um, I'm he wrote very the, familiar with his work. The Drop with Tom okay, Hardy. Yeah. Um, I he, recognize a lot of his stuff. I've read a lot of his books. They're really, really good. The, there's Live By Night's like the, like the spiritual sequel um, to another movie that I can't think another book that i can't think of so i haven't i didn't want to see the movie because i want to read that book because i'm sure the book's fantastic and then the the movie just got ripped apart and i felt bad for Den- yeah. dennis lane because he's awesome yeah well i mean affleck co-wrote it so don't feel too bad yeah well i, I mean I, what so was affleck, i don't know what was wrong with live by night uh okay well affleck he started in it directed it produced it co-wrote it so those are th- the big four so that that when you when you do those four things, there's no one to tell you that you're doing something wrong. Yeah, and that's a problem. Yeah, um, it looked like it was a shitty low budget when it really was. It, it lost Warner Brothers seventy two million dollars. Yeah, what I what substantial I, loss. Yeah, what I think happened is they loved Dennis Lehane's work, like the Affleck brothers did. Gone Baby Gone. That was they, mm-hmm. and um, and he probably wanted to do right by him again because he's like a really good writer. And then mm. it just flubbed this one because they did Gone Baby Gone. That's an awesome movie. Yeah. Oh, that. Well, you said very, you very said good. it had like a big budget or something too. Because I was gonna say maybe they just gave it to him and like restricted his budget. Or... No, no. They 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 gave him all the they gave him the house basically. <sighs> That's a shame. Because I like yeah. him as a director. No, he's very good. Argo. We all yeah. know Argo's great. Um. But anyways, so that was a start. Uh, he has just been in a, a downward cycle ever since. His his damn ex wife, I guess they're technically divorced. They're separated. They live in the same fucking house, but she won't grant him a divorce. Um, she she won't let him move out unless unless he'll like lose all custody of the kids. He still has shared time technically. I mean, I grant I I get why she's pissed off. He did fuck the nanny in the house when she was there. That's problematic. But it's also like I get that it's a super weird situation, 
But they live in a huge-ass mansion. You can go your entire day without seeing the other person. Kind of makes it easy for the kids. Also, my dinner just showed up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it makes it easy for the kids, but I don't know. I, if I, Jennifer Gardner comes off as just like a supreme, like, I don't know what the word is, but stuck up. And, and I mean, she wouldn't let him hang out with his friends anymore. His old crew from before they met. The guys who got him famous. Yeah, but we have no idea how he acted when he hung out with them. He was probably he was probably awesome. He was probably like would get really drunk and and I mean if what if he goes out every night when he sees him and gets really drunk, comes home hungover and then lays on the couch all day. She's like, Hey, you can't do that anymore. That's that seems reasonable. There's a yeah. there's way more spins that make it reasonable than unreasonable in my brain. Okay. Yeah, but I mean he's gonna keep doing because he's 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 got a problem. So rather than go out and have fun while doing things, he's going to do it while being upset about not doing them. So then then it's angry drinking. And then that's where it gets you down the wrong path. So I think you need to give someone like him. I mean, when you marry Ben Affleck, you know you're getting into a drinker and a gambler. It's not like you're going to fix him overnight. So I think she should have gave him a little bit more leash. (laughs) That's just my opinion. Yeah. But but she staged intervention on him in his own house. That was kind of bullshit. Where else do you stage interventions? I mean, I feel like I mean, if I were him, I'd feel cornered. That's where you're supposed. That's how you're supposed to feel. I've never been intervened upon, so I don't know how this works. You don't. Th- I think no matter where it happens, you're supposed to feel cornered. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to feel like, oh, this is like a fun thing. I thought it'd be more like welcoming environment for like and encourage change. Aren't you supposed to like surprise and corner them? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're. You right. You don't invite someone to an <laughs> intervention. Perhaps not, but I'm I'm on, I'm Team Affleck to the day I die. I think he's great, and I I think that Jennifer Gardner is toxic for him and everything she does. <laughs> no. All right. I think that ever since they got married and like as, ever since the divorce, look at his IMDb. It, the correlation between work done beforehand and work done afterwards is staggering. He hasn't been in his house in the past two years. He's been working uh, either acting or producing something. Yeah. He can't he can't wait to get out of the house. Busy guy. I do I do love his horrible back tattoo. Who doesn't? It's just... it's for, it's I keep forgetting that he's got that gross thing. Was that from uh, the J Lo days? No, it's from like when High they split days? up. No. Have you not seen his giant back no, tattoo I've seen that it. he I th- got? I thought he's he... had that forever. Huh? I thought he's had that for a while. No, no, he got that when they separated. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. What a yeah. psychopath. Jimmy, did you Google it? Yeah, I've seen it before. I just looked it up uh, again. It's stupid. Yeah. I remember yeah. for a while, everyone was like, oh, it's for, like, a movie role. And then he <laughs> still has it three years later. Yeah. Yep. That was really, it's really in-depth movie. All right, so I won't drag you guys through that anymore. <laughs> I know you guys don't like Ben Affleck as much as I like Ben Affleck. I like Ben Affleck. I just... I Not as much as I like Ben Affleck. Do you, know the fir- the, do you know the first thing he ever directed? It was in 1993. Was it? I thought it was a first commercial. No, it was a short. It was a short film in 1993 oh. entitled "I Killed My Lesbian Wife, Hung Her on a Meat Hook, and Now I Have Three Picture Deal at Disney." <laughs> Dope. That was the first thing. Then he did "Gone yeah. Baby Gone," "The Town," "Argo," "Live by Night," and "Witness for the Pr- Prosecution" is his next one. Those are pretty good. Gone Baby Gone is part of a a series. I wanted them to do more of those. You know the two detectives? Yep. Casey Affleck and the the other girl? They, uh, it's like a whole series, just those two detectives. It's awesome. I need to see that. 
Gami, be- that, that one disturbed me, actually. Like, not many movies will disturb me. Like, that one did. Well, it's a big moral dilemma at the end of Gami Begun. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. But, but don't, I, don't I, spoil I, it. Okay, fine. But the thing... <laughs> Yeah, there was something floating in the in the in the bath bathroom sink that never got out of my brain. I don't know what you're talking about. It was <laughs> it was bloody little boys' underwear. Oh yeah, 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 disgusting. It was just oh, terrible, terrifying. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong word, Dave. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. I wasn't yeah. So that. let's go to movie release coming out. Okay. This movie called Axel, which is uh, certified dog shit. It's about a robot dog that the guy finds and they imprint on each other, and then they go fight and save the day. That and looks horrible. It. It does, but the good one, or the one that Jimmy also hates, uh, Happy Time Murders, which is what happens when the Muppets go bad, which has t- gotten destroyed by critics. How can it get? How could it not be? I mean, it's it's not for critics. It's it's for these dumb schmokes like like me. Well, and you. I mean. The closest I could like compare it to would be Sausage Party, which that got a seventy-five on Metacritic. No, I mean and this got you, a thirty. Do you remember Greg the Bunny? No, uh, it was a puppet show in IFC. Uh, the Seth Green made it. It was awesome. It was yeah. just like raunchy puppets. It's awesome. Well, yeah, there, there's there was a movie back in seventies, I think, called The Thieples. Yeah, which was those, literally just this. But those are creepier back back then. Oh yeah, no, those were disturbing and gave me nightmares. Yeah. Jimmy, what are your thoughts on Happy Time? I think it looks like a stupid, dumb movie that I don't want to see. But we're so, reviewing it next week. Can't wait to see it. Great. Two bad ones in a row. Well, no, I'm no, not, I can't Royal do it. Monday. I, I can't, know. You're not going to be I here. I can't do it. Thank God. Oh, yeah. Oh, we could also do the other release, which is Operation Finale. That one does look good. That one looks awesome. That looks good. Yeah, that comes D- out Despite having that uh, dickhead Nick Kroll in it. Yeah. He does have a punchable face. He does, he's the worst. I, especially now that I know that he just like paid his way into his career. Oh. I mean, I liked the um, animated show he's on. Sure. But... Uh, Big Mouth. And I liked The League, the early seasons of The League. Yeah, that's always, that's a good one. All right. But, all right, <laughs> so, I mean, next week we're going to be talking about... Uh, we're not... We're, we're not. We're in headlines. We're not doing a review right now. <laughs> so, so check us out we're on Monday. We're going to be reviewing uh, How It Ends, a Netflix movie that was surprisingly good. You'll hear about that on Monday. <laughs> so, uh, and check us out on the people. Check it out on Instagram um, at Six Pack Cinema. Message us, friend us, uh, like, share, subscribe, the whole bit. And we'll see you next week, guys. Sounds good. All right. Thank Love you. you all. Love you too, Shane. See Up yours, Dave. <laughs>